Hello and welcome to Friend Update episode number five. I'm Dan Wood. And I'm Adam Spring. And in today's video, we're going to be talking about four exciting new friend features that will, first of all, allow you to access the Friend Unifying platform much more easily anywhere you go. Produce your own videos. Hugely improve your existing WordPress website. And run legacy applications in Friend. Hey friends, and thank you for checking out our fifth episode of Friend Update. And if you are new to this show, at the start of every week, Adam and I kind of let you know what's happening behind the scenes here at Friend. And also, we kind of let you know the new technologies that we're working on, a little bit of general cloud computing news as well, because it's a really exciting time. And even though we're recording this at like seven o'clock in the evening, it's already dark outside my window. Things are not slowing down here at Friend, even though we're getting into that final quarter of 2017. If anything, things are getting busier right now, aren't they? Well, I mean, that's the trouble when you run to a tech buzz, you know, seasons don't really apply to us. So, yeah, we're not we're not winding down at all for 2017 and 20, 2018's looking to be very exciting. So why don't you tell us some news about media stuff? Well, actually, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We started doing this show about five weeks ago and our numbers are gradually increasing on YouTube and DTube. And, you know, we're going to be on iTunes as well from this week. If you want to listen to the show as audio only, because, you know, some people prefer doing that when they're driving around. It's nice just to have the sound rather than having to look at our, you know, ugly mugs. Maybe people prefer to do that. So that's the idea at the moment, just to get friend out to more people. And there is something huge that we're going to be doing next week. We're going to be appearing on the biggest podcast network in the world. Wow. You know the Twit, Twit Network, Leo Laporte's podcast network? I do indeed, yeah. Now, if we're talking about Twit, I mean, I was looking into how many downloads they get. This will blow your mind. You know, you and I are podcasters. Are you ready to feel jealous? I am indeed. Absolutely. Five million downloads a month they get. Oh, my God. Wow. So, that is quite the audience, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. How, how are you going to deal with the fame after this? <laughs> have to stop and sign autographs in the week. We're going to have to get used to it, aren't we? But next week, though, I mean, they are going to be doing a special episode all about Friend, and we're going to be appearing with that Randall Schwartz on Floss Weekly. So we're going to be recording that next Thursday. Um, we'll put all the links in our social media accounts on Twitter and Facebook. You can actually watch it live as Hogner and I are recording the episode, then obviously the video and audio will be available again for download afterwards as well. So should be some pretty good exposure next week for us, hopefully. Absolutely, and I will be watching live, so that's going to be fantastic. The pressure's on. <laughs> so, tell us more about some, some news coming to Amazon with friends. Yeah, well, I mean, in this video, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, as we mentioned at the beginning, four new things, four new features that we're working on here at Friend. The first one is going to make life a lot easier for you if you want to host your own Friend server. Now, at the moment, obviously, we're using Friend Chat. We're doing this on the Friend demo server that anybody can access. You can just sign up to this through our website. Obviously, we'll put those links on if you want a really simple way of doing it. Although having your own, basically your own cloud computer is something that many people would like to host on their own servers as well, which, you know, makes total sense. So what we're going to do is, I mean, until now, you've had to kind of compile the source code from our GitHub, which is for the real techie types, isn't it? Let's be honest doing that. And we're making it a lot easier. So what we're going to have is an installer that will allow you to run your own friend server on Amazon Cloud. Wow. So that will mean, you know, you can have your own server, your own applications, maybe you and your friends or your network. You know, if you've got maybe a small company that you work with, you can then access your private friend server from like your laptop or your phone or your desktop machines at home or in the office. So essentially it gives you a much easier way rather than having to do all the compiling and making the files and everything yourself of actually hosting your own friend server 
and having access to it anywhere, which I think is really, really cool. And a lot of people have been requesting that in our comments as well. So, I mean, we've mentioned it before that our dev team here at Friend are very open to suggestions. And, you know, we want to make life easy for everyone. That's kind of one of the goals of Friend. Absolutely. And also, well, we're going to be doing like virtual box images as well that I think will be really handy for developers. And we've even had, had a guy in our office over the last couple of weeks who's been working on a native Raspberry Pi version of Friend as well, which I know lots of people have been asking for. I mean, you know, you and I, technology types. Yeah, how many, yeah, how many yeah. Raspberry Pis have you got laying around your house that you know need to use? Oh, I've, I've got, I've got all three generations. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think you know, you can't get more sort of like Internet of Things to use a buzz term and stuff like that than the Raspberry Pi. You know, it mm -hmm. created such a, a new interest and in buzz in computing again that to be on that platform is, yeah, it's just going to be very interesting to see how that goes. Very, very interesting. One of our goals here at Friend is, you know, making access easier, isn't it? So that obviously helps you access your own uh, Friend applications and your you know, file storage. And another thing, I mean, we did kind of touch on this last week, um, Friend Cloud Studio. Now, this is a way where anyone can do what we do, essentially. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's huge from the fact that, you know, to have something like Friend Chat, which already is, you know, it's got many advantages over other chat platforms to be able to record live screen and, you know, publish in terms of content generation again like you were saying in, in terms of accessibility it's just in a way i don't like to use this term but it is in a way kind of a game changer yeah. you know it's going to be very very interesting to see when that rolls out how that goes and you know talking about game changers what about our, our wordpress uh, our connection as well in terms of web structure yeah no, i mean you've used wordpress i take i it. have yeah i have for, indeed for many years yeah, absolutely. At least seven, I would say. At least. Yeah, I'm about the same. Probably, probably about ten years here, and I use it daily, really. And the thing about it is, I mean, there's that many plugins for WordPress, and it yeah. does have limitations. I mean, often you'll want to do something in WordPress, and you'll be like, right, I need to find a plugin for that, and you'll do a bit of searching, and you'll find one that's like three years old and hasn't been updated, and it doesn't work with the current version, or maybe you've got like a web host who give you maybe what. 500 megabytes of storage, some of them, yeah. isn't it? I'd like, you know, that's, that's yeah. not good for anyone anymore. Yeah. Well, no. we've got this really cool tool, which is called Web Stretcher. What it essentially is, it's kind of an all-in-one package for WordPress. Imagine a super plugin that not only gives you access to kind of off-server storage, so you can, like, link in maybe Google Drives, maybe your OneDrive, Dropboxes, you maybe host your images and your videos on there as well. And also, it allows you to run friend applications within WordPress. Wow. Wow, that's huge. So not only is, is it making it easier for people to work with friend stuff, it's just making things easier full stop for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I actually went over to our um, HQ in Stavanger uh, back in April, and they were working like an early version of this. And I got a little demo, because I mean, like, like you said, you know, we're both very familiar with WordPress. Mm. But this demo, I sort of blew my mind. I had like a website open in one, you know, tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another yeah. tab, you actually get the friend desktop embedded into the WordPress backend, into that's the dashboard. Insane. Yeah, so you can drag and drop, you know, with a mouse. Essentially, yeah. you can use WordPress and access all of your, you know, your media library and everything, pretty much like you know a folder-based file system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they they just dragged a picture of a motorbike into a folder and it appeared on the front page of this website. So, so it is instead of you know because one of the problems can be it can be a bit clunky with like widgets and things like that. It's all drag and drop now. Essentially, yeah. then by the sounds of it. Yeah. And wow. it, it, essentially, you know, for anyone that works with WordPress, I mean, I, you know, I showed this to a friend of mine who's a web developer and it blew his mind. He's like, you know, it's great. It's going to put me out of the job because I'm a web developer. But it's like, again, it's just making access easier for everybody, isn't it? So if you've got your own WordPress theme and maybe a website, maybe a personal site or a small business site, and you don't want to mess around with all the back end and trying to, you know, find these components that plug in, because I don't know if you found it like me, but often with WordPress, the more plugins you have, the more it tends to break with it as well. 
Yeah, and I mean, also as well, when you're generating content like we are, it's like you don't want to say spend, you know, several hours or even a full day sometimes editing a podcast and then have to deal with the the intricacies of WordPress or keeping a website up to date or making sure that everything's running ubiquitously. One of the yeah. better words, you know, even, it sounds as though this is going to change it. Or even like paying for several services. I mean, you know, mm. my podcast page is hosted on website, but then I've got to pay for like SoundCloud Premium yep. to host it on there. If there was yep. a way of, you know, this will give you a storage method where you can actually import those files into your WordPress theme without relying on your um, your web host, which, you know, web host um, storage space can get quite pricey on a lot of the uh, the bigger web host services, yeah. can't it, as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fortunate on mine that it's not, I'm actually hosting through somebody else, but otherwise, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> and another product that we need to talk about as well, because again, you know, this is one thing that we get asked all the time. Can I run my legacy applications in Friend? Well, you can now because the Liberator is allowing you to do that. And I think this one is going to be huge because of basically its connection to Windows servers. And also, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be really interesting, not just for a casual user, but also for an enterprise user as well. Because it really, I mean, and you've worked with this a little bit more as well, isn't it? It really is the glue that brings everything together, whether it's Mac, Windows, everything. It's all coming together in one space. Yeah. Well, it used to be called Mitra. Um, that was kind of our beta name for it. And we've given it a, a name that explains a bit more what it is now, Liberator, which I think is a pretty cool name. I think it's uh, cool. Yeah, it you know, says what it does. Uh, but, you, <laughs> but again, I mean, you look at companies, I imagine, who've got legacy applications that they want to run and we get asked this occasionally by users you know it's like having a new environment it's not always easy to transition everything over and you might work for a company who relies on maybe these you know legacy windows applications yeah. maybe microsoft office or you know maybe adobe software if you have access to a windows server what you can now do is actually run those old windows applications inside the friend environment yeah. Now, it's interesting you should say that because one of the things I immediately uh, think of, do you remember when they used to run cache machines on Windows XP? Yeah, I think some still do. And then, yeah, and then basically when XP was being, you know, no, no longer supported, there was a complete crisis yeah. going on with that. Again, that's, you know, something you wouldn't necessarily think about, but for something like Liberator, that would be an ideal application. Yeah. You know? Well, it's something we have, we call it soft merging. So it's essentially, you know, kind of moving companies gently into exactly. in, into the new, you know, the 21st century if you're stuck on this old legacy architecture. And what it does mean is, though, it's uh, you can also access, you know, I did a little demo showing, you know, the Windows calculator and paint running yeah, on my yeah. iPhone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. via the friend platform, it opens up again, going back to accessibility, gives you access to these applications that previously were tied to just Windows machines. You can now access yeah. in anything via the friend environment. So that's really yeah. powerful in itself. Well, I think also as well, you know, the four things we've mentioned, the Amazon, the, you know, studio, the, the liberator side of things and the web stretcher. That's the thing that basically all four have in common, which is basically accessibility and making yeah. it easier for people. And, you know, at this point in time, we talk about cloud computing earlier when we're talking about things like distributed computing and this idea of, you know, you can do anything from anywhere now. Those four things all give you the ability to do that with, with ease of use as well. So... I think it's very much exciting times, and we are going to be even busier in Q4 stroke Q1 of 2018. We don't need sleep, Adam, do we? No, not at all. Oh. Who needs time zones, right? Live on caffeine. Absolutely. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of which, you have been busy this week. Um, some people may have seen the uh, rather in-depth article you did on Medium all about the friend platform. Yeah. So basically, when I first came in, we did that little video on Web 4.0, and one of the first things I thought would be important to do was to 
you know, flesh out some of the stuff that obviously we talk about a lot and things move quite quickly in a tech company, but to try and make it easier to approach, you know, as, as I think we've discussed before, it's, it's really easy to make something sound hard. Yeah. To make something hard sound easy is really difficult. And I think, I've, you know, I think I'm kind of there, but, you know, so basically the article, which is over on Medium, we go through things like the Internet of Things. We demystify that idea. Um, I think there's a really nice graphic that was done on there in association with Paul Kitching, which explains, you know, some of our applications and the key thing about connectivity. And I think an, another really useful thing, some of, you know, there's always this pressure to um, not connect things that are already pre-existing, you know, and what I've done there, I've used the London Underground and the map that was done using a schematic theme to uh, basically explain where friend might sit, but also as well, some ideas from Web 2.0 and the time of Doug Engelbart, who, you know, the inventor of the mouse, you know, he came up with the idea of collaboration and things like that. So for anybody that's interested to know a little bit more, I've had some questions about friends and need to pin them down a little bit more. I think that that article will be really good to look at. Absolutely. And if you do want to check it out and you haven't seen it yet, we will obviously put that in the video description. But again, I mean, it's just like you, you mentioned a really good point there that when we do get like a paradigm change or a new development in technology, a lot of people, it does take time for people to get their head around it. And I think, you know, that that's one of the goals, one of the reasons we're doing this show is to kind of explain things in more detail and kind of keep people up to date with what's going on. And obviously, we're always open to questions as well. We do often get them in our video comments. And I think, you know, we'll start reading some out on the show from next week and hopefully answering some as well. So if you ever got anything you want to ask us about Friend, um, leave a comment on this video. Find us on the developer forums or IRC. I mean, we talk about accessibility. We're very accessible guys, aren't we? Absolutely. It's all about, it's all about interaction. Totally. Mm -hmm one-way thing it's all about two-way thing we live in an active world we do <laughs> all right then speaking of which we'll get back to work now adam sounds good to me <laughs> yeah thank you for checking out the fifth episode of friend update and we'll see you next week <laughs>